Welcome back to another episode of 10 Minute Fitness. Today I've got Sarah um, on with me. Sarah is an osteo student. Um, how are you going, Sarah? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, I've got a couple of questions to start so everyone can get to know you. Where are you working at the minute? So I currently work at an osteo clinic in Parkdale. It is called Myo Massage Osteo. Um, and I work there alongside another osteo, a myotherapist, and a remedial massage. And I'm just treating as a remedial massage therapist at the moment. And in terms of like study and that as well, what have you done so far? So I have a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Medicine majoring in exercise physiology. Um, I have a Bachelor in Health Sciences, which is the undergrad course of my osteo degree. And I'm currently doing my Master's of Health Science. So I'm six months away from finishing and I'll be a fully registered osteopath. Good. So a lot of study there. How many years all up of study is that going to be? I think by the time I finish, I would have been at uni for eight years. Eight years is a long time. Um, I had a couple other questions to get to know you to start. What is your star sign? (laughs) I am a Gemini. Yeah, and um, is it a good outlook for Gemini this month? (laughs) (laughs) Geminis uh, have a great month coming up. November is set to be our biggest and best month yet. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what's what's your Instagram? So where where can we find you on, on social media? Uh, so my Instagram is osteo things with Sarah. So it's just I've uh, got a dot in between each word. So it's osteo dot things dot w dot Sarah. Oh, good. So osteo dot things dot w dot Sarah on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was a couple of things we're going to talk about today. So there's there's a few things you've got a bit of a different background for an osteo. So you you've studied exercise science beforehand. Uh, you've got osteo now as well. You're doing some, some massage. Um, and the other thing, so I just want to talk a bit about that. And we're going to have a bit of a chat about Crohn's. How long have you had? We'll have a bit of a chat about later. But how long ago were you diagnosed with Crohn's? Uh, I was diagnosed two and a half years ago, so when I was 22. Yeah, so you've had Crohn's for a little bit. So it's definitely going to be interesting to ask a few questions about too. Um, but let's let's start off with your, your osteo. I think you're as good a person as anyone to ask about this um, because you have studied quite a few things and seen a few as well. What's the difference between an osteo and other health professionals? Uh, So I think for me, the biggest standout difference, and um, I know there's, there's a few differing views on this topic, but... For me, the biggest thing is that we treat very holistically. So um, we treat all of the different factors that contribute to the overall person sitting in front of you. So things from psychological factors, workplace factors, um, internal health, so gastrointestinal, reproductive, um, and then obviously your physical and musculoskeletal well-being. So anything that could contribute to the way your body is functioning or the pain that's presenting, uh, we treat and deal with. Uh, in comparison to things, I guess, like uh, Cairo, who focus, I guess, more on manipulations or realignments um, and physios who I think have a little bit of a bigger focus on rehab than we do. Uh, we're quite hands-on, but we also deal with the exercise rehab portion. And then obviously we bring EPs in who treat purely with, uh, with exercise rather than any manual therapy. Um, but I think as an osteo myself, I'm I'm quite a hands-on treater. Uh, so I like to treat and deal with pain with my hands. But then having that background in exercise physiology, uh, I guess, 
emphasizes the importance on movement for the body and the fact that exercise really is medicine for the body. Oh, good. So that exercise science has definitely helped um, with your osteo and that as well. Yeah, massively. I think going into this, if I didn't have a basic under, or not even a basic, an in-depth understanding of how the body moves and how everything is so connected, I would have really struggled with it. But it's given me a real good foundation to then build on with the uh, in-depth knowledge that you really need for osteo. Um, and just knowing the way the body moves, having studied the biomechanics, it gives a really good insight into injuries and how they're caused and how we can prevent them and even just basic pain presentations as well. Yeah. So with a, with an osteo, and I didn't ask you this before we started, with a, an osteo consultation, how long do they usually go for? So if you're looking at like an initial consult, it'll typically take us almost double the time. So we're, we're looking anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes for your first consult just because like I mentioned previously, we do like to have that really in-depth background of your medical history and anything that could possibly be going on, whether it's in your cardiovascular, respiratory, reproductive, uh, visual hearing deficiencies or anything like that, and then just overall lifestyle factors. So it takes us a bit of time to like get to know the person that's sitting in front of us really. Um, and then following on, they average at about 30 to 45 minutes for follow-ups, which allows us a bit of time to, I guess, track how you've been going, then also get hands-on and gives us a little bit of time for uh, lifestyle management in terms of exercise rehab and setting up to change postural deficiencies and all of those sorts of things. Tough question as well, because I know it changes patient to patient, but say yeah. half an hour, how long would you spend on like seeing how everything's going, um, then also manual therapy and then exercise? Uh, I'd probably go fairly even for that. It depends on the patient, obviously. If you've got a fairly complex case um, with a few contributing factors, I'd spend a lot of time on working out what's changed in their life and those sorts of things. So just in our basic consult, I'd probably say up to 10, 10 to 15 talking to them and getting to the bottom of things. And then... Um, it's good because while we're doing those manual therapies, we can also talk about those changes that need to happen in the lifestyle and maybe in desk setups or biomechanically sort of things. So probably anywhere again from 20 to 15 to 20 minutes on the manual and manual and lifestyle changes, I guess. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's a pretty good insight to osteo. I've definitely learned a lot from that. Um, I've seen osteo once or once or twice, but definitely um, it's not something I'm too familiar with. The other thing which was really interesting, three years ago now, diagnosed with, with Crohn's. Yeah, yeah, coming up to three coming years in February. Years. We had a couple of questions about that because um, it's something don't hear too much about. Well, not many people hear much about. Um, how has it affected you, Crohn's? Um, so I think before I was diagnosed, I was 22. I just finished one degree and I was heading straight into my next degree. Um I was super active, super fit and healthy and pretty much based my whole life on health and fitness. Obviously, having done exercise and sports science, you've got to have a big interest in that. Um, I was diagnosed after a long time of basically not having any idea what was going on with my body. So it did come as a big relief, but much, or I guess unlike a lot of people, I chose to go directly down the medical route. So rather than trying to manage it with my diet and holistic holistically and attributing all the little things that were going on I just kind of 
let the medical experts do their thing and put me on all sorts of medications and do all sorts of things, which um, resulted in me being on steroids for just under a year. So I put on 20 kilos on steroids, uh, which was is a big thing for someone who's pretty fit and healthy. Um, because of all of the side effects of my medications, I was also on immune suppressants. I really struggled with just day-to-day things, getting out of bed, going on a walk for longer than 15 minutes. I was a competitive netball player and I couldn't play netball anymore. So I got to a point where it all just seemed super hard and I gave everything up for 12 months to let my body get on top of things. Um, And then slowly all my medications stopped working. So right when I was getting on top of things, I got thrown around again and turned on my head and had to start from scratch. So after 12 months off, I got back into it. It's been a long and winding road and a lot of different methods. But I think the biggest effects it's had on me has been uh, mentally and psychologically. Obviously, 20 kilos is a lot to happen physically, but it's the side effects of everything that goes on and, you know, those body image issues that most young females deal with and not being able to move and do the things that I want. But I did mention to you earlier that prior to my diagnosis, I was, I was fit and I was healthy and I was doing things, but I just felt like I could never really reach my full potential, um, both physically and uh, in a cognitive way. Um, but since my diagnosis and getting on top of my medications and learning how my body works, and I think just cutting it a bit of slack and recognising everything that I've been through, I'm kind of feeling like I've levelled up a little bit and feeling like I'm starting to reach that potential that I've felt is always there but just always been a little bit out of reach. Oh, good. Now, that's uh, def- definitely very interesting. In terms of managing it, what do you think's helped the most? don't have to have one answer for this but <laughs> what's what's helped obviously the medication was a big factor uh, i got all of my symptoms under control it stops all the inflammation that's actually going on um it is something that i'm going to have for the rest of my life so management is my biggest friend um i was big on not having to flip my entire life around which is why i went on the medication i didn't want to have to give up socializing and eating foods that i wanted to eat at 22 so um, I think just just learning my body inside out, really, I dealt with everything that was going on internally, so both in my GIT and in my head. And um, I think mostly recognising also that gut and mind link has been big for me. I'm a naturally very stressed person, uh, which you would know. And um, I think getting on top of that and getting coping mechanisms for that uh, recognizing that maybe it's a little bit more than stress and it's a little bit anxiety inducing um, and being able to deal with those things when they do come on has been a big help to me and help kind of settle that sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system which obviously is a big thing for your gut and then just trying to keep fit and healthy and keep my body in the best shape possible so that you know Crohn's is very unpredictable so if I do get one of those flares my body is in the best position possible to fight it and keep functioning through it. Good. Now, if you could change anything or if you could go back to when you first got diagnosed, would you do anything differently to what you have done? Um, in terms of the medication side and going down that route, no, because I've been super lucky and had some of the best specialists uh, in my team. Um, I think I would have started on the more holistic picture a lot earlier. Um, so dealing with the mental health side of things a lot earlier Um I saw a naturopath for a while, which was a big help for me, just, again, balancing that mind, gut, 
body kind of synchronization, um, getting on top of that a lot earlier. I just let myself drop off the radar, drop off the face of the planet for a year while I got it under control. And I think had I tried to manage all of those things from the get-go and not let them spiral out of control, I, uh, I would be where I am now a little bit sooner. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely over the last 12 months, we've sort of seen everything just sort of come together nicely, which is, has been really good. You've got your exercise back up, the F45 on your Instagram. I see that a lot, which is which is great, but it's, it's good to get an insight of that as well. So you've done it tough for a bit, but you've, you've done a pretty good job. Now, are you ready for a pretty, this is a technical question we have from listeners. Are you feel prepared to answer this one? I don't know because I know your personality, so I'm not sure how technical it actually is or if you're pulling my legs out, but I'm giving my best talk. <laughs> no, it's a, a pretty technical question. This is the only one that you hadn't heard of before um, the podcast. So knowing your personality, I reckon you've been stressing a week about this question. Um, I'll, I'll tell you who it's from first. Um, and then, so it's to do with posture and overall back pain and that as well. Um, and it's from Chris from Richmond. Do you know Chris from Richmond? I do know Chris from Richmond. <laughs> and uh, Chris wants to know, would you recommend borrowing and wearing other people's shoes um, for your posture? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> My PC answer for this, given I know some of the people who might be listening, <laughs> I, I don't recommend borrowing people's shoes without their knowledge. <laughs> I think bringing your own shoes to enable you to do whatever you want uh, would be a better option and they're better fitted to you. But my fun answer is definitely take the shoes if that's what <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a good answer to that question. I'm happy with that answer. But um, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Um, I think it's really good insight because we, we finished studying together. A few people would know, but we did exercise science together and we finished three years ago. How long ago? Four. I'm Four. coming to the end of my fourth year of osteo. So. There we go. So when we finished, um, you went straight into osteo and that was a four, five-year degree. Four and a half, five Four years, depending on what Karina's doing to us now. So. <laughs> so you went in, you went in and did that, and and I went off to study exercise physiology. So mine was eighteen months. I think I took the, the easy way out, but it, it's definitely good seeing the difference. And I think um, exercise science is going to put you in a pretty good spot going forward um, with that yeah. as well. So thanks for coming on today. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say before you go? No, not at all. Thanks for having me, though. That's all good. And uh, um, well, your Instagram, osteo.things.w.sarah. So that's where you can find Sarah if you want to know more. But thanks for listening today, guys. And we'll be back. Well, I'll be back next week.